Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. It is the talk of Las Vegas. Very excited to be with you here and... Bear with us for a second. All right. And, uh, yeah, we're getting this thing rolling. Very excited to have you join us today. <laughs> Sorry, I just, uh, Jose, what's going on, buddy? Of course, uh, we're here on KDOM 101.5 FM. It is the talk of Las Vegas. And uh, just... Getting ready for Chris Van Vliet to be joining us here. This is the best of pro wrestling news and entertainment. As we will be uh, bringing you, like I said, Chris Van Vliet on the show. Jose, what's going on, bud? Yeah, we're still having a little audio issue there, so we will uh, try and get Jose on the show as quickly as we can. Oh, there we go. All right. There we go. Got everybody on there. All right. Jose, what's up? What's going on? There Are we, we back? Go. Are we live? Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for you to get everybody on there. That was uh, that was uh, error on your part, but that's okay. We got. I, it. I, I couldn't hear anything. There was no audio or anything going on. I was I, like, "Hey, we uh, well, yeah." What? I thought you were popping on there. All right, we're all good now. We're all good. <laughs> hey, want to remind everybody here real quick. Uh, of course, coming up here in Las Vegas next weekend is our big TNA weekend. Of course, uh, Impact changing back to TNA, and we have a huge. Huge two-day event at the Palms Casino. Of course, pay-per-view, hard to kill, coming up on Saturday over there. Some amazing, amazing matches. I mean, if you're going to miss this weekend, you're nuts. Alex Shelley taking on Moose for the TNA World Championship. Uh, Shelley, the defending champion. Trinity, of course, Looks like she's going to WWE, but she will be defending her uh, TNA Knockouts World Championship against Jordan Grace. So you might be seeing a, a title match, a title change hands there. Uh, Chris Saban defending the TNA X Division Championship against El Hijo del Vikingo and Kushida in a three-way match. So if you haven't seen those guys go at it, you're in for a treat on that one. And, Say that uh, three times fast. Yeah. Hammerstone is <laughs> Hammerstone is taking on Josh Alexander. So Hammerstone, fresh out of MLW, is making his Impact debut. That is going to be awesome. So get ready for that one. As what are you looking forward to more than anything over this weekend when it comes to this TNA? Movie? Oh man, there. Are, That's what I want to know. There's going to be so many amazing matches. But I'll tell you, one that I'm looking forward to is on the Snake Eyes TV taping on Sunday. Right. What is that? I'm saying, what are you looking? What are you looking forward to in that? <laughs> Will Osprey is wrestling Josh Alexander in that rematch. That is going to be incredible, and Okada is going to be there too. So, guys, if you haven't gotten your tickets for this thing yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. I have no idea what you're waiting for. Get over 
Get online right now, and I believe they've now changed the TNA Wrestling. You can go there and get on the site and get your tickets. It's at the Palms, guys. I mean, tickets are pretty reasonably priced. You're going to have a great time. Promise I'm going to be there. I don't know, Jose, if you're going to be able to make any of these or not, but you got to let I'm me trying. know because I, 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 I got the ticks in hand. So you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Because <laughs> TNA... It's coming to town. So this and is gonna Mark be- Hokey's got the tickets. <laughs> yeah. So you you need to get over there. It's a new era for TNA. It's gonna be something special. So make sure you get yourself over there to the Palms next weekend, Saturday and Sunday. It's gonna be awesome. Sincerely, so, superbly awesome. So Mark, we don't have our next guest on yet, do we? No, we're still waiting for Chris. What's up? So uh, my question can, can, can we kind of jump back a little bit? to the Royal Rumble and, and WWE and things of that nature. Yeah. And, and the reason I want to do that, because I wanted to ask this to Stu, but I didn't want to go away from what he was talking and take him off of, you know, his rhythm there. But my question to you would be too, I want to go back to some of these names that are coming in. You got CM Punk, you got The Rock, like we said, big, big names that are going to make an impact right off the bat. We know that people are going to jump to them. The fans are there. The fans never left. They're going to have their back. They're going to have their support. But my question is, how do you feel about some of the guys that I've already put in their time and gals, because there's some females in there too, let's give them their respect, that have put in their time. And guys like Paul that still get talked about all the time. Till this day, I have conversations with people a lot about Logan Paul talking about what's the guy doing? He's not really a wrestler. But then when you watch him, he looks like a wrestler. He does what wrestlers should do. He looks like a typical wrestler. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I don't look at him and say, that's Logan Paul. I look at him and go, that's a professional wrestler when I'm watching him in the ring. So my question to you would be, how do you feel about some of the fresher faces, let's say, that are there, that are not these vets that are coming back? Do you think that they're still going to get their opportunities moving forward or is some of that going to still get pulled from them? No, I mean, look, Logan Paul's earned the right to do what he's doing. And, you know, part of part of the game is getting eyes on the product. And Logan Paul is pulling people in. There's no question about it. And I think one thing that, that everybody in, in the locker room, you know, of course, of course, everybody wants to be the U.S. champion. But at the same time, they also realize that, you know, Logan has shown everybody through what he's done in the ring and the work that he's put in that he deserves to be where he's at. And he's helping out everybody in general by pulling them up and getting viewership. And the more viewers you get, the more merchandise you sell, the the bigger the company becomes. So, you know, it, it raises everybody up. So you can't complain too much. You know, it it would somebody else probably rather be there running around as the U.S. champ, of course. But, you know, Logan Paul has managed to earn that spot. So can't complain that much about it. Very well deserved there at the end of the day, no matter what. My question to you now on this end would be, what do you think is going to happen between Seth freaking Rollins and CM Punk moving forward. Oh, they're going to try anything. They're going to try to kill each other for years. What they're going to try to do. (laughs) That's what they're going to try and and do. And it's perfect. I mean, the WWE needs that right now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let's have some fun with those guys. But you know, (laughs) the guy, the the guy that we really got to have fun with, and and I will not challenge this man at all. Jose, I'm going to, I'm going to let you take care of my light work is Chris Van Vliet. 
Let's get him on the show. Let's go. Light work. How you let him talk to you like that, Chris? Come on. Light <laughs> yeah, work. you're you're lucky that we're doing this over <laughs> technology and it's not in person or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to finalize my travel plans to get down to Tampa, so hopefully I <laughs> I will see you. Wait, wait a second. So that means yeah. That at the Royal Rumble, it's Chris Sharp versus Mark Hoke. Oh, my gosh, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Hokamania will run wild for about a minute and a half. <laughs> and then it's over. Chris, Chris will take his shirt off, and I'll be like, I'm done. It's over. I'm out. See you. <laughs> Chris Van Vliet from Insight. How you doing, buddy? Doing so good. Uh, good to see you guys. Thanks for having me back on. I don't know. Chris might not come back again after that, but it's a rough rough intro. Got to defend my title, right? Well, you're the best. We all know this. We all know this. I don't know about that. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Well, Chris, let's just dive right into, you know, some of the wrestling stuff before I, you know, get really personal with you. The, (laughs) (laughs) the, the rock shows up, he challenges Roman reigns and, you know, I, th- I think a lot of us figured Rock might be too busy to get anything done with the, the actor strike ending. But apparently, you know, he must have cleared a little time out on his calendar. And, you know, we just had talked to Stu Myrick, who apparently the Australians wanted him to come down to Perth. So maybe he kept his calendar open for a few months here. What are you thinking about all this with him challenging Roman Reigns? Is this going to push Cody out? Uh, how are you feeling about all this? First of all, both of The Rock's returns, the one on SmackDown a few months ago and the one we just saw in Raw last week, were unbelievable because nobody knew they were going to happen, right? There was no, like, make sure you tune in because The Rock's returning. It was, for the one on SmackDown was a complete surprise. And then this one was the former champion is going to be here. And then they swerved us with Jinder Mahal, which was so good. Now The Rock's in the picture. First of all, Did he really call out Roman Reigns? Like, I know that he teased, like, should I sit at the head of the table? Did he actually call him out? Like, this wasn't like, Rock, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania, see you in Philly. Like, he he hinted at it, and and this is the great thing about wrestling. We can speculate all we want until there's actually something that's made out of this. But I think it's so exciting, and I want to remind you guys that it was just a few years ago when everybody was complaining about the matches in WWE. And here we are now, and there are so many incredible match opportunities that we don't know where to put them all. Right. This is amazing. Yeah, it's we were, you know, we were just talking about that earlier that where where do you slot everyone at this point? You know, we're I'm seeing everybody on the internet saying, for example, you know, we could have Rock Rome, we could have Roman lose here at the Rumble. We could get Cody Orton, Roman Rock, and Seth Rollins, and CM Punk, and everybody's going to be just going crazy at WrestleMania and be happy. Or Cody could get completely screwed out of this whole thing, and Roman's wrestling Rock for the title, and you know, and LA Knight's off in a corner somewhere. We don't know what to do with <laughs> Randy Orton, and you know, who knows? And what do we do with Gunther? And you know, it's there's some crazy, crazy possibilities. The WWE has in the holster right now, and uh, who knows what they're going to do. I saw some people saying, like, okay, it needs to be Roman versus The Rock at Elimination Chamber. It's a stadium show. It makes sense. 
If you think The Rock is returning to have a match anywhere but WrestleMania, you are certifiably <laughs> insane. Right. That is not happening, okay? The other thing that's really interesting about this is people are like, Cody needs to finish the story. The story is WrestleMania and it's Roman Reigns. No, the story is Cody winning the championship. And I, I don't know how that got twisted over the last few months. The story is Cody winning the championship that his father never won. That is the story. Of course, it would be great for him to dethrone Roman Reigns. Of course, it would be great for that to happen at, Rome, at, at WrestleMania. But let's not get this twisted. The story is not WrestleMania. It is not Roman Reigns. The story is Cody winning the championship. Well, one thing that I had I had brought this up a couple of years ago, that a possibility that you could do is, you know, the McMahons have always kind of not liked the Rhodes family. And they've never allowed... When Dustin was hot, they what did they end up doing? They they put him in lingerie against Roddy Piper. When Dust when Dusty came in, they put him in polka dots, and then and then later on down the road, he got in a big tiff on TV with Stephanie. And of course, he was trying to put them out of business. You know, when you really think about it, and then what what they do to Cody? They put him in a Stardust suit. They 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 don't like him. Now, Vince is out, but, you know, Triple H is still part of the family. You could do a story where we never want a Rhodes to wear this championship belt and draw this out forever if you wanted to do something really nasty with it and have and just make this a whole nostalgia thing where you've got people on the side of the McMahons and a side of the Rhodes family and really have some fun with this for a long time if you wanted and just make that whole conspiracy theory that would be some long-term storytelling just me well, though. look there there's no question that cody is the baby face in wwe and there was a it was pretty shaky there in the last few months where la Knight was getting bigger pops than cody rose but when you look at this objectively there's nobody that's getting a bigger push there's nobody that has more merchandise there's nobody that is in that baby face spot both on camera and behind the scenes like you see all these things that cody's doing where he's staying you know as long as he can at house shows to sign autographs there was just a clip the other day where someone in the in the uh, crowd had a sign that said cody will you be my best man mm -hmm. and cody's like should i do it Okay, let's do it. So is Cody actually going to be someone's best man? And I think the answer to that is like, yes, I, I do think that he is. What's interesting here is fans clamored for so long that they wanted long-term storytelling. Then we got the bloodline, one of the best storylines, certainly in recent memory, perhaps one of the greatest storylines in modern wrestling history. Now people are like so impatient with the Cody thing. When he didn't win at 39, it's so funny to me that the, the 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 way that match ended on night two changed everybody's perspective about the entire weekend that was WrestleMania. Oh, I didn't like WrestleMania 39. Cody should have won. Uh, what about all the other matches? Like, that was a pretty great show. Yeah. So what's funny to me is that people are clamoring for long-term storytelling. And obviously, at some point in time, barring a catastrophic injury, Cody will be the WWE champion. Is that this April... Is that this August? Is that sometime in 2024? I don't know. Probably. But at some point, he's going to win that championship. All these fans that wanted long-term storytelling are getting long-term storytelling. And I think the biggest thing we need to remember here is just to be patient. 
just be patient. Just because something doesn't shake out the way that you want it to shake out on Monday on Raw, Wednesday on Dynamite, Friday on SmackDown, whatever it happens to be, zoom out just a little bit and look at that long-term picture. And I, I think that people are forgetting, too, that things have changed so much in WWE. Now with, with Vince pretty much out of the picture, and now Kevin Dunn is gone, too. We're hearing more stories about how WWE, the morale at WWE has changed so much. And and Triple H's influence is now so heavy in the company. And it's it's amazing. You know, I, I saw one story about, I believe it was, I think it was Mace was doing commentary and Vince told him you're having too much fun, you gotta stop. Uh which which to me that was that was one where I was like, You've gotta be kidding me. That's that's part of what you know, this is all about, but the talent saying they're much happier. It's it's a different environment and a different world in WWE now. And, you know, the, the, and with the way things are being done, it's there's a lot of change happening in not just in WWE, but in professional wrestling. And I think everybody's got to let that let that shake out, too, as we move forward into what's really becoming a incredible era of pro wrestling. Triple H has got a lot of things right over the last, let's call it six to nine months. And with great respect, there were a lot of things before that period of time that maybe didn't, you know, weren't so right. So I would say let's trust the process here. And I, I think it's amazing that fans try to fantasy book everything and figure out how they want things to go. But you got to remember that usually and I'm speaking about the the most recent regime, usually something happens here because it leads to something else happening there. So, And I know it's so hard. I know it is so hard to watch one show and not try to fantasy book ahead. How many Raws would there be between now and WrestleMania? Like something like maybe 18 of them or something like that? Or Ballpark. 16 of them? 16, yeah. Yeah, in, around there. Sure. I mean, we're just guessing here, but... I know it's hard, right? It's hard to go, well, what's, what does this raw mean versus what this raw means 15 raws from now? I, and I get that. It's really hard to do. But I don't know. Is it possible? Do you guys think it's possible as a wrestling fan to just appreciate what's on TV and then just go to, go to bed and go, that was a fine television program. I can't wait to see the next one. That wouldn't be no, a bad idea. I think idea. we're too impatient. <laughs> <laughs> we are. That is for sure. Well, I mean, Chris, what are you hearing from everybody? I mean, you're talking to a lot of these guys day in and day out. How's everybody feeling about the state of the industry at the moment, whether it's WWE or AEW? You know, what's what's kind of the buzz? I mean, between what's going on there and TNA with their uh, you know new rebranding, it just seems like the industry is just on such an upswing. There's got to be a lot of excitement out there. There is a lot of excitement, and I think one of the biggest things that we've been hearing for the past five years, because AEW, if, if you recall, turned just turned five years old, January 1st, 2019. So for the past five years, all of my friends that work as professional wrestlers, their job is professional wrestling. They've all been saying, what an amazing time to be a pro wrestler because we've got options. We've got options. We've got the ability to, to go and, and work for several different companies, which was not the case before. So it's that whole idea of like the rising tide. The rising tide lifts all ships. And those ships are containing pro wrestlers and those ships are also containing pro wrestling fans because it's the most exciting time to be a wrestling fan 
in a very, very long time. And I just want to buckle up and be along for this ride. It, it is definitely fun for sure, to say the least. Even even Jose thinks so. So I, I, I do have a question for you, Chris, though, and I, I kind of asked this to Stu as well. With the injury to MJF on the AEW side and obviously the whole contract situation there, and then all the rise with WWE bringing back some of these old stars and basically so many storylines that are available right now, who do you think is in a better state? AEW or WWE? I think it's a really interesting situation. So I will address the MJF thing first. I think that all of this stuff around his contract not being renewed was all a bunch of BS. <laughs> his contract was renewed a while ago. I don't think it's up. I don't know this for a fact, but from what I hear, 2027 is actually when it's going to be up. So them removing MJF from their roster and them not mentioning MJF if I'm AEW, I wouldn't mention MJF until at least after the Royal Rumble because there's going to be a lot of buzz for the next few weeks. Will he be at the Rumble? Will MJF be number 30? Literally every number, one, two, three, all the way up. Could MJF be next? Could MJF be next? And what does that do? That shines a light on MJF and then subsequently on AEW. It's brilliant. The interesting thing about wrestling is it seems to be very cyclical because there was a point in 2019 until the pandemic when AEW was red hot and wwe was kind of on the other end of that spectrum it seems like it's flipped a little bit but at any point in time i feel like that can just flip back so i feel like aew was really hot at one point when wwe was not it feels like it's reversed right now but give it a, a few months or maybe a year or so and things could completely change there i mean if you look at the roster on actually all of the roster if you look at aew wwe tna they're all stacked yeah. Like there, there's dream matches within each company. And then of course, when contract situations end up, you know, ending, there's all these other dream matches that could possibly take place. We're spoiled. We are so <laughs> spoiled right now. And I hope that we're able to appreciate this. Like we're all old enough to, to have been around for the attitude era. That's when I really got sucked into wrestling with the storylines that were going on in 98, 99, 2000. I don't know if we could really appreciate it at that time. I feel like we were just we were just used to seeing Stone Cold and The Rock and Mick Foley and The Undertaker and Triple H and 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 on TV every week. And that's happening to us right now. And I just hope that we can appreciate that because it's not going to be like this forever. No Those doubt. Switches up. And by the way, Chris, uh, before we go to break, I, I I guess I was wrong about you being the AEW devil. Well, I, you know, I think those were the original plans. Yeah, that was that was the original plan, Mark. Uh, I'm a little disappointed, though. It would have been fun. Yeah, if I don't. <laughs> I, but, but, I mean, in all seriousness, Adam Cole makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. That's Although, and maybe we could talk about this another time. But if MJF's out and the Devil storyline's done, that's it. That's there's no payoff. Oh, there'll be a payoff. I'm sure there's, figure it there's, out. Gonna, there's gonna be a payoff yeah, at some right. point. You're right. That'll be <laughs> however many months from now, but yeah, you're right. And and I'm gonna be a devil and we're gonna go to break. So let's <laughs> let's take that break and we're gonna be back with more with Chris Van Vliet here on the Mark Oak show. Always happy to have Chris join us. Of course, Jose Volante. I'm Mark Hoke. We will be right back with more on the Mark Oak show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. So stick around. We got more with Chris and the best in pro wrestling. We'll be right back. 
This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. The talk of Las Vegas, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Oh, 151 shows and still going strong. They haven't kicked me off the air yet, thank God. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe the devil's going to kick me off the show, too. Who knows? Oh. (laughs) Jose Vellante, and of course, we're joined by Chris Van Vliet of the Insight Podcast. Always a thrill to have Chris on the show. Wish I could have him on every week. He's that amazing. Wait, if you had 151 episodes, I mean, you're coming up on your three-year anniversary here? Um, we're getting close is it, is it one a week so is it well you know, it, 52 times three we we had we had a, f- a few weeks where i got to do double <laughs> shows or so i was doing some on saturday and sunday so gotcha okay because i was so awesome i guess that they want me to do them twice. think about this though you know the fact that we're talking about wrestling on the radio is pretty incredible yeah it is isn't it just the it's word. pretty amazing. Just the- I remember growing up, and I grew up in Toronto. I remember listening to The Law, which was live audio wrestling in Toronto. And I was like, I would tune in. I would wake up and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm listening to wrestling on the radio. So the fact that this is still a thing is amazing. Well, well I know. When I met Mark, I mean, I was just doing sports talk radio. And I met Mark, and I found out that he had a, a wrestling show. I was like, what? Like, it's just, yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing, man. It's good for people that want to know more about what's going on and it's not just sports sports related but it's amazing man i love it yeah keep up the great work mark well i'm doing my best as as well as you chris you're doing okay and doing- i i have to i have to give chris some credit because i gave Stu the same credit he had a great background Stu had the posters and everything but chris i think you got him beat man you got the youtube plaques back there man i don't know how I, you top that right there yeah, I, 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 it, it costs a lot to purchase these, you know. So. <laughs> love it. Love where, it. where are you at now? Third on the. You're chasing down Cornette, I think, aren't you? I. It's like uh, he, he's he's the guy, you know, which which is crazy to me. You know, ton of respect for what Jim does, but we're like uh, Jekyll and Hyde here, where he's saying a lot of things he doesn't like about the product and. I'm saying a lot of things I do like about the products. So will positivity prevail? We'll you guess know, we'll find out. You know, it's Never interesting know. because I have discussions about that with people. And, you know, I, I tend to like to keep it more on the positive side, too, though I will go off on, on tangents and occasion. Wait, but, you keep it positive? St- st- yeah, I try. But 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 Jose's banging on me here. But yeah, but but there are times where I will you know go negative. But it but it's it's interesting because when you see like when I put some clips up and stuff like that, a lot of times a, a tangent will get more views than talking about something in a more positive light. And I guess misery loves company, right? Yeah, it's it's weird, and people say, well, you should you know you should bash people more, and I'm like. Yeah, that's that's not me though, you know. And and, yeah. and you know, so, I mean, how do you feel about that, Chris? You know what else does really well is getting something slightly wrong. And I saw this great <laughs> meme about it. How like if you ask for advice on Reddit, if you just straight up ask for advice, no one will you know help you out. But if you ask for advice, and the meme was basically like, here's the way I like to get advice on Reddit. They would ask for advice and then they would create a second account that would give such terrible advice to that person or, uh, you know, trying to like uh, figure out the answer to this question. 
And what people would rather do is they would rather prove how wrong you are than try to just provide <laughs> you with advice. So if you say something slightly wrong, like if you're like, oh man, The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 19 was so good. And then you talk for 10 minutes about how great the match was. All anyone will ever key in on was, I think you mean WrestleMania 18. Like, how could you possibly think you know what you're talking about if you can't even get that right? Like, I, I think wow. uh, I was on um, I was on Conan's show the other day, keeping it 100. And I was trying to think. Uh, I, I made two appearances for AEW. One was in Washington, D.C. on the very first episode of Dynamite, which was so cool. And the second one was in Charleston, West Virginia. And I mistakenly said Charlotte, West Virginia, which makes no sense. And I just kind of kept talking. All the comments are uh-huh. like... What is he talking about? Charlotte, West Virginia? That place doesn't even exist. So, look, I think this is just human nature. I, I think it's it's unfortunate, but I I think we also have a choice in every single day. And I'm not just talking about wrestling here. I'm talking about life in general. We always have the choice to focus on what's good slash what's right or what's bad slash what's wrong. And I just personally choose every day that I'd, I'd rather focus on the things that are good. I'd rather focus on the light in the world. Oh, God bless Chris, you. When it comes to social media, though, because you talked about watching wrestling back in the 90s, things of that nature, or even before that, there was no social media. So doing the things that we're doing now was non-existent. Do you think it's benefited more sports or, or wrestling at the end of the day when it comes to social media? I think that ultimately it's helped. Like it's it's made it part of the conversation 24-7. Because if you remember back in the height of the Attitude Era, you watched Raw or Nitro, and it ended at 11 o'clock Eastern time. And then what are you going to do? Call your friends at 11.15 p.m. and like talk to them? Well, and that yeah. was like, also a crazy thing. You have to call them on the phone, right? Yeah. yeah. House phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You waited until the next day when you saw them at school and you'd be like, oh, could you believe that thing that happened last night? Yep. So I think it's ultimately benefited the fact that it's it's now a, a conversation that's always going on. But with the good, of course, comes the bad. So sure, it's being talked about all the time. Is it always being talked about in a positive light? No. And I think the other thing, just with the the 24-7 news cycle that we have right now is there always needs to be something that's talked about. And this just isn't pro wrestling. This is news cycle. This is what happens in sports too. There always has to be something there. And I I don't know what it is, but people just seem to prefer to look at the negative things and pick at that rather than shining a light on like, oh, this other stuff's been pretty great too. Although I will say, especially in WWE over the last probably six or nine months, like I said, there's been a lot more good than there has been bad. And there's been a lot of like lovely surprises and there's been a lot of great storylines and promos. And man, I'm, 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 I'm here for it. Yeah, that sounds like so, a plan to me for sure. By the way, <laughs> uh, you know, I saw you were hanging out with everybody at the Iron Claw and I got to go to one of the advanced screens too. So I kind of had to keep my mouth shut for about three weeks. Your impressions in the movie. And, you know, because I know I grew up in that area where, where I was watching everything happen to the Von Erich family. And that movie really hit a chord with me because I loved the Von Erichs and was watching world class quite a bit. What were your thoughts about the the Iron Claw? That is the best in-ring wrestling I've ever seen in any movie. Like Chavo Guerrero, who is the wrestling coordinator on this did such a good job of making it look believable because 
as wrestling fans, we instantly see it. And if it doesn't look quite right, if they're not running the ropes quite right, if they're bumping and getting up on the wrong side or something like that, we're like, that's just a little bit weird. In the same way that if you play guitar and somebody in a movie or TV show plays guitar, you're going, ooh, that's, that's not how you make that chord. But they did such a good job of the in-ring stuff. Obviously, if you know the story, this isn't a spoiler. It's pretty devastating. It's a pretty devastating story. And they did a great job of sucking you into that story and putting you right there. And then when some of the tragedies do happen, you know, you're, you're, you feel it. The end of that movie, I don't want to give too much away here, but you guys know what I'm talking about. That scene with the sons. Oh, oh man, that got me good. Yeah, and you know the- I haven't watched this, so don't burn it for me. Okay, I'm well, well, <laughs> all I will yet. say is uh, just when Ric Flair comes on the screen, you can go to the bathroom or grab <laughs> that was during that part. That was okay. the one rough part, but you know, and what really got me, and I I talked about this at, at length on the last show was there was another brother too that yeah, and and, I, and, and I, I, so I I think objectively, like you know, if if, if if this is Rotten Tomatoes, if it's is it good or is it bad? objectively this falls into the yes it is a good movie is it a perfect movie no is it like i think that a a big thing when the trailer came out was a lot of people were comparing it to the wrestler this is not the wrestler no i think the wrestler actually had one extra layer of depth to it maybe because it was a fictional movie and you could really play around with who randy the ram was i think that uh the iron claw is so good whether you're a wrestling fan or not is it a perfect film No, but it's got to be really difficult to put 20 plus years into two hours. Right. I don't know if if I was writing that movie or if I was directing that movie. I don't know if I would have removed an entire brother and Chris Von Eric's not even referenced in a family photo, which is kind of wild to me. Like we we know how many brothers there are. And when they get to that shot of the family photo on the wall, hey, wait a second. One of them's missing. So I'm not questioning Sean Durkin's decisions here, the director of the film, but I'm just saying it's strange to tell a story about this family when you're missing one of the key family members. Yeah, and I I kind of understand why, just because of I it it, it almost would have made the story unbelievable, and you would have and you would have had to have really added a lot of time to the movie too. Yeah, because you would have would have then had to develop Chris's story. Now we'd have to be invested in why we care about Chris, and then all of a sudden tragedy strikes there. I I understand the 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 editorial decision of it, but as a wrestling fan, you just kind of have to go, huh? Really, I don't get that. And then, of course, like I said, the the Ric Flair casting. I hate to nitpick, but yeah. I feel like they should but, have just called up Jay Lethal and said, hey, are you busy? Yeah. Could you come in and do this thing? But, I know you don't really look like him, but you sound just like him. Yeah, <laughs> but but otherwise, I mean, it was it, that movie was unbelievable. I was, I mean, it was funny. We were in the, and I know there were some people that weren't wrestling fans at the screening I was watching that were just gasping at times. I mean, it oh, was yeah. it was an absolutely incredible movie, and I would recommend everybody going to see it. So I was, I was just curious what you thought about that. So... What do you have coming up, bud? I know you did some amazing interviews. You know, had that Hulk Hogan interview that was um, that that one had to be interesting. Hogan's very uh, a, a polarizing person, and I can imagine you had to tread somewhat lightly on that one. <clears throat> Not at all, though. Yeah. Like Terry, the man is fantastic, and I think that people only know this larger than life Hulk Hogan character, but. 
from the moment he walked in and we did it at Hogan's Beach Shop, which is his uh, bar slash restaurant in Clearwater Beach, Florida. From the moment he walked in there, he, he was shaking everybody's hand. Hey, I'm Terry. Good to meet you. Hey, I'm Terry. Good to meet you. Sees me. Hey, man, how you been? You're everywhere now. And I told him that I recently became a father. He's looking at photos of my daughter and like it's he's amazing. If you check out the conversation and we talked for about an hour, I feel like he's actually pretty open in this interview and dare I say it, also pretty honest in this interview. And I know that there's been a lot of stereotypes uh, and a lot of jokes made at Hulk Hogan's expense, but I felt like we actually had a pretty great conversation. And then after it was done, we hung out for like another 20 minutes, just like kind of chilling. So... I've never had a bad experience with Hulk Hogan. I've interviewed him four times. He's always been nothing but very, very kind to me. So that was a not only a great interview, but that day was insane. I interviewed Ric Flair in the morning in downtown Tampa. We drove to Clearwater Beach, did the interview with Hulk Hogan, drove back. Ric Flair invited us to get happy hour drinks. Crazy. Wow. So we get a drink with, uh, with Ric Flair and... So we got a drink with Ric Flair. Mike Kyoto was my next interview. He lives in the area. So then we do an interview with Mike Kyoto. Go back, have another drink with Ric Flair and have some dinner with him. That day, my friends, will never be stopped. That is unreal. And I, I would like to just be your shoe cleaner or something for about a month. <laughs> and my I, shoes are awfully dirty, Mark. So you're hired. <laughs> Done. Done. Oh, man. I'll I've got some big ones on the way. I, I haven't put this out there yet, so I will give you the little scoop right here. I got L.A. Knight coming back on the show. Hey! You can't, you, you can't just say L.A. Knight. I've got L.A. Knight. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Coming, yeah. Coming back on Tuesday. <laughs> and then I've got a really, really big one on Thursday. I haven't put out who it's with, but it's someone who hasn't, done an interview in quite some time so it's a very very interesting interview and it'll be making a lot of people turn their heads on thursday awesome chris well are we going to commercial or can i ask chris something real quick i was gonna but yeah real real fast jose i'll give you one how do you separate your fandom and do what you got to do on the mic my man you've been a wrestling fan before the mic how do you separate the the two it's a great question, Jose. And I think that the two actually go hand in hand. So I think that being a fan allows me to ask questions that are, you know, the, the questions that other fans want to know the answers to. I think that I can remove myself a little bit when, you know, it's something with Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan or The Rock or Austin or Undertaker, or, you know, one of the many, many legends that we've watched growing up. Just because I, I know at the end of the day, this is also my job, right? And I've been super fortunate. It's not just wrestlers. I've also interviewed people like Julia Roberts or Tom Cruise or Morgan Freeman or, you know, the list goes on and on. I just got to remember that at the end of the day, these are humans just like us, but they just happen to be people who had a massive dream and chased after it. And that's really where my interest lies. How did you get to that point? How can we reverse engineer your success back so I can selfishly learn a little bit from that? And then anybody listening to the interview can also learn from it too. Dope, dope. Awesome. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for coming on the show again. It is always a pleasure. You are a scholar and a gentleman <laughs> and not the devil. So not thank you. Devil. Thank you, my, uh, <laughs> my shoe cleaner. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Go so good to be able to spend some time. Shine box. 
<laughs> congrats on on everything and uh, again i think it's so cool that there is a wrestling talk happening on terrestrial radio it's so cool well thank you and uh we'll, we'll try and keep up the good work and keep things rolling and uh you know having guests like you on certainly doesn't hurt so we appreciate well, I will the time see buddy. you at the royal rumble sounds like a plan and where can they find you before i let you out of here uh, you can find my podcast, Insight with Chris Van Vliet, wherever you get podcasts. And then I'm um, just at Chris Van Vliet on social media. And then I've got two YouTube channels, CVV Clips, and then just my main channel with the full interviews. It's just my name. So throw me a follow or a subscribe. Like the videos. It goes so much further than I could possibly imagine telling you. It helps so much. There you go, guys. So follow, like, subscribe. To Chris Van Vliet. Chris, thanks for being on the show again, my friend. Hey, thanks, guys. It. So good to see you. Absolutely. Care, Have a great day, bud. You too. Take care. All right. There you go, everybody. Chris Van Vliet joined us on the show. Always a pleasure. There you go. Jose, that good is stuff. an awesome dude. Love that guy. Yeah. He's not the devil, though, right? We, we got that clear? We're no, I, I put out now. a tweet that he was the AEW <laughs> devil. No, good stuff from, from Chris, man. He's amazing. Good stuff there. Give him a like, a follow. Definitely, if you haven't checked out his content, go do so now. Yeah, get him over Jim Cornette, too. All right, there you go. Yeah, if that's your opinion. Well, you should. He's an awesome guy. All right, everybody, we're going to take a break, and we come back. We're going to wrap up today's show here on KDON 101.5 FM. And by the way, if you haven't downloaded that Odyssey app, we'd certainly appreciate that as well because, you know, you can go back and listen to our show or any of the great programming here on KDON anytime you want. Yeah, press you know, that rewind button. Like tomorrow, Jose and I are going to be doing Sports X Radio for me. What do to you 10, know? Filling in for Ken Thompson, so you can go back oh, and six, six to eight, my or six friend. to eight. Zoo. What am I saying? <laughs> six to eight. <laughs> Here, Switch like, it up. Well, you can rewind it from listen to it from eight to ten. <laughs> there you go. Go backwards. Listen to it early. Definitely. I'm definitely. just taking you into a time warp tomorrow today. <laughs> <sighs> And all the great pros, download that app right now. All right, guys. We'll see you on the other side of the break and wrap things up because we got a little more news. A torn hammy lives off the hook. And and someone's decided not to be so goofy. So stick around, guys. We'll be back. Jose Vellante, I'm Mark Hoke. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Stick around. One oh one five FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we're back for one more round. Oh, I wish it was Jack Daniels, man. What's going on? <laughs> I got the Coke, man. All you need is the Jack. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. Mark Hoke show the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment here on KDON. Not only, of course, streaming worldwide on the Odyssey app, but we're live streaming on YouTube and Facebook for everybody out there. We appreciate all of you listening and our loyal listeners and friends. We appreciate Not all the support. That, guys. You do know Mark just mentioned we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook live. So we're videotized. We're not just on the radio. We have a comment section. If you guys want to drop a comment, jump in there. Something we're talking about that maybe you disagree, but you just don't want to call in. We get it. Jump in the comments. Let us know what you want to talk about, and we'll get into it. 
Absolutely. Whether it's good or bad, whether Mark doesn't agree with you and he he basically tells you to go somewhere else, we're still going to get into it no matter what, right, Mark? Absolutely. By the way, somebody had put in about the, the show before us. Yeah, they changed it. We got a new show on called The Sunday Spread. Okay. They, and, you know, this is how much Odyssey respects us, that on we are the number one show on Sundays, and we have typically been the top-rated show, live show here on on Kadon, they actually switched the show before us to give us a better lead in because we're that darn good. So the Sunday spread, it's a sports betting show. So what can I say? We're that good. We, we're getting built around here on Kadon. So people like it. You yeah. Know? So that answers that question. A uh, couple interesting things popped up because we've only got about a minute here. Found out that Roosh, Wrestled through the Absolutely. Continental Classic. Of course, he had to wrestle five matches in that thing. Tore his hammy in the second one and wrestled three matches with a torn hamstring, dude. Wow. Hey. That's pretty that's, impressive. That's so ballsy. So good for him. Liv Morgan had her felony charge dropped. Of course, she had that got pulled over for having some uh, Mary Jane in the car down in Florida. Which I still don't understand how that's illegal. But well, hey. it is. So, yeah, so there you go. But they dropped the felony charge. So good for her. And uh, Matt Riddle is dropping his goofy persona now that he's on the indies. He's not going around like the like the bro anymore. <laughs> good call, yeah. Matt. Be a Your badass. Biggest takeaway from TNA weekend. Biggest takeaway from TNA weekend. Quick. Coming up. Yeah. Just get over there. Two big days, man. It's going to be fun. And we're going to be interviewing Tommy Dreamer this week. We're going to play that on SportsX Radio, and then you'll hear that. And Joel Pearl is going to be here live in studio, and I'm hoping we're going to be having some of the TNA guys too. But uh, we got an interview with Tommy Dreamer coming up, the ECW and just everywhere legend. So that's going to be fun. Jose Vellante, thank you for being on the show today. I appreciate you coming in and uh, joining our team again. And we will see you guys next time on the Mark Hoke Show. Have a great day, Las Vegas. We'll catch you next time. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.